0: Chapter 9. Now the first covenant had rules for divine service and the earthly sanctuary. A tabernacle was prepared in the outer part, which is called the holy place, where the lampstand, the table, and the sacred bread. Behind the second veil, there was a tabernacle, which is called the Holy of Holies which had a golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant overlaid on all sides with gold. In the Ark were a golden jar holding the manor, Aaron's rod that budded, and the stone tablets of the Covenant. Above the Ark were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. But of these things we cannot now speak in detail. So when these things had been prepared in this way, the priests continually go into the outer tabernacle performing the services. But into the second, the high priest goes alone once a year and not without blood, which he offers for himself, And for the sins of the people done in ignorance. The Holy Spirit is showing that the way into the holy place had not yet been revealed while the outer tabernacle is still standing. This is a symbol of that time when gifts and sacrifices were offered which could not make the worshipper perfect in conscience, being only food. And drink and various washings physical rules imposed until a time of reformation but now Messiah has appeared as the high priest of the good things to come he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands that's to say not of this present creation And he entered once for all into the holy place, not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood, and so he secured the redemption of the age to come. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling those who have been defiled, consecrate for the purity of the body, how much more will the blood of Messiah who through the spirit of the age to come offered himself without defect to God, purify our consciences from dead works to serve the living God. For this reason, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who have been called may receive the promise of the inheritance of the age to come since a death has taken place for the redemption of the violations committed under the first covenant. For where there is a will, there must be proven the death of the one who made it. For a will is valid at death, and it is never in force while the one who made it lives. So even the first covenant was ratified with blood. For when every commandment had been spoken by Moses to all the people, according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant which God commanded you. And in the same way, he sprinkled both the tabernacle and all the vessels of ministry with the blood. According to the law, nearly everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. It was necessary, therefore, for the sketches of the things in the heavens to be purified with these sacrifices. But the heavenly things themselves required better sacrifices than these. For Jesus did not enter a holy place made with hands, which is a copy of the true one, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us, and he did not need to offer himself often. The way the high priest enters the holy place year after year with blood not his own, for then he would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now once, at the consummation of the ages, he has been revealed to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Just as it is appointed for people to die once, And after this comes judgment, so Messiah also, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are eagerly waiting for him.